0: How are you, George? Not bad, Matty. How are you, mate? Not bad. I was just thinking earlier about what we what transpired across three codes over the weekend. Nature Strip, the world's greatest sprinter, beaten. Captain Ravishing, the greatest pacer since sliced bread, had four legs, beaten. Uh, Amron Boy, the, the heir apparent, beaten. Well, she's fast, beaten. It uh, wasn't a great day for the Hall of Famers, was it?
1: Somebody put the kibosh on them. Uh, oh. Mate. Uh... Uh, a little bit of Seinfeld there. But, look, oh, it's it happens, isn't it? It's racing. And what has ended up happening now, Matt, is that it, it's created what I think everyone um, recognises is one of the most open Australian cups I think I've ever seen. And the scary part to it all is that most of these greyhounds aren't separated by more than a length um, to the first marker. So, all of a sudden, the greyhound that can just, jump out really cleanly gives himself an opportunity i think connections of all eight greyhounds and you don't always say this about big group one races consider themselves a fair chance to to snag an australian cup because of what you mentioned there's no well she's fast there's no amon boy and look they're still beatable obviously we've seen that on saturday but i think connections would be a lot happier that those two greyhounds in particular aren't in the final
0: worth $300,000. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about We've got this greyhound race at Ballarat Race 6, uh, where the red rug is going to be our favourite. We'll, we'll go to Hawk in two seconds, mate. But afterwards, we'll talk a little bit more about um, what's going to play out on Saturday night and whether some of these superstars will still be there. I'd th- love to see a consolation. Yeah, take us through the, the wow she's... She dead-heated for second, George. What's the go? Is there a, There's no consolation on Saturday night?
1: There is. There is. Oh, there is. It just depends on. It just depends on whether they want to nominate or whether they think, you know what, we might give them a bit of a rest and, and come back um, bigger and better. Um, so it just depends on on connections, obviously, Matt. But there is definitely a consolation there.
0: What's it um, worth? Is it worth enough to entice them back?
1: Um, I think it would be. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Oh, well, when you're considering dogs like Wow, well, she's fast. It's probably not worth en- enough. But. Um, Oh look, I don't think they would worry too much about that if they think they're fit and firing and, and uh, happy to go around again. That's put them round. But yeah, as I mentioned, this, this final now is just it opened up um, uh, something shocking. And look, it's still it's still a, it's still a, a good final. Um, a lot of the greyhounds, apart from two, um, are in double figures. So, I mean, I think that just highlights uh, what an open final we've gotten. I think the big story to come out of it, Matt, is a greyhound who's now over four years of age, in Fernando Mick, had his 100th race, race start um, and defeated Amron Boy. And he's, a, he's the second favourite at
0: $4. No, absolutely. Hey, we've got a minute and a bit to a Maryborough pace race, so it won't go as slow as a trots race. So we will take that in about 60 seconds, but let's just have a listen to the Amron Boy defeat replay, and then if, if we'll have a little chat until we have to go to Maryborough. We'll certainly talk about it after Maryborough.
1: Fernando Mick, still a length, Quinlan Bale, three lengths away, plan ahead, the old boy whacks away, and there's no Amron Boy turning, but it's Fernando Mick clear, two three lengths in front, Amron Boy storms home again, Fernando Mick won it though by three lengths, Amron Boy, he was massive in defeat, and nose away, third plan ahead, and then Quinlan Bale. Uh, I think the
0: commentary should have been, he was massive in defeat, dot, 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 again. Uh, it's getting to be a bit of a syndrome with Amron, isn't it?
1: Yeah, look, we, we've discussed this in the last couple of weeks, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Matt. Um, that's his Achilles heel. He, he's just he, he when he won the Silver Chief there, he went five oh four early, which is very, very competitive, Matt, and means that you're in the top two going around the first corner. Um, and then last week in the he went five twenty three, and again he didn't split well. So that means he's always going to find a little bit of trouble. I thought he would still be able to overcome it. Then he got held up down the back as well, and that put pace was great. He copped one
0: on the noggin, didn't he, and lost a length, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, look, it is a problem for him going forward if he doesn't just rectify those early boxmen, it, because his ferocious chase means that he's almost never out of a contest, but he's now run second in both Australian Cup and Melbourne Cup, heat. Um and it's, it, it costs you, because, you know, one one final's worth, you know, 600000 the other one's worth 300000 You have an opportunity to clean up nearly a million bucks in those two races. So, yeah, it is, a, it is an issue for him, especially when he's drawn off the track like he was. But uh, I, I have to be honest, I, I still thought, Matt, he was um, going to be too good in that field, but got to hand it to the old boy.
0: Back to uh, George, just to round off that chat on uh, Amron Boy in the final. And, and, gee, if they all rock up in the consolation, it's, uh, it's going to be the, sort of the, um, the number one ticket item on the night in a funny twist, isn't it? Which can happen.
1: Yeah, it can, and especially because of the, of the format now that you, you, if you run second, you don't get in. You, um, years gone by, the Australian Cup used to be a three week series, Matt, where there was four semi finals, and first and second got through, which could have seen, um, well, we she's fast. Dead heated, actually. So, but we would have seen Amaron Boy get through. That would have been another interesting. Um, that, what what that happened a couple of years ago, actually, in the Melbourne Cup, where we had a dead heat in the first uh, first of the heat. So, no, you're right. Um, again, it just has to rectify those problems early. Um, Wow, she's fast, you can forgive her run. I mean, she's been absolutely fantastic and she was just drawn awkwardly there uh, on Saturday night but as it stands right now, mortified, the ground from New South Wales who, I have to put my hand up. I didn't think she she could win from Box 8. I know she's got some speed but she worked really hard and went very, very impressively. She's at $3.40. Fernando Mick at $4. Victor Damien, the the South Australian at $5. Baby JC, who we we tipped on radio and, and didn't let us down. But, again, just another horror draw for her off box eight with Fernando Mick in six. She's at $8. So, yep, interesting final. Um, just, to, as I said, Fernando Mick's probably the interesting story because David Gills already a Melbourne Cup winner. If he can add an Australian Cup, um, that would be unbelievable. Team is going for their seventh Australian Cup victory, amazingly, as well. So... There's still some great narratives around this race and uh, as we said another one jumps on the
0: honorable on the roll on Saturday. Just looking at historical precedents with individual greyhounds, that quirk of Amron Boys, is it something that potentially with more racing he can iron out himself or is he always going to be iffy at the boxes?
1: Some greyhounds matt get worse, um, and some I've had some personally that do get a little bit better with some more box work. I think he's just sort of just very keen to get out and just doesn't time it so well. But he can. That's, uh, that's what I think would be the frustrating thing for Team Ennis and connections, is that he's a greyhound that can put it together early. It's not like he's, he jumps out well and then he's a little bit dour to the first mark. That's not what Ammon Boy is about. He just gets himself into positions where um, he has to work so hard and he cut to the fence there and then found trouble again down the back, as we said. So... Yeah, look, I'm sure they'll be doing, trying to do some work on him to get him out of the box. But, um, yeah, look, he's one of those greyhounds, I think, if he doesn't draw closer to the fence in those big races, there's always a risk um, when, when he begins that badly.
0: All right. Uh, you got some tips
1: for us? Yeah, I do. Uh, we've got a couple of meetings today. We'll kick off at Warnable, race 7, number 8, a greyhound called Anna You pest <laughs> She's a greyhound that's one There's now. no
0: second guessing there. It sounds like Anna was, well, a dead set pest.
1: <laughs> She's a greyhound that's won off this exact box um in very fast time at Warnable. And we think she can repeat the dose here. We tipped her last week. Um, she didn't end up winning, but I think she can win today. Race 7, number 8, Anna, you pest. And they backed her just, a little bit too. So,
0: yeah. Just on that, imagine if someone went up to you and said, hey. I've named a greyhound after you. And you go, oh, that's a real honour. Thanks so much for that. What have you called it? Matt's a pest. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if there is Matt. You pest, but we'll, we'll get that sorted. Yeah, yeah, uh, work on it. Yeah, yeah. Quaddy numbers
1: there at Warrnambool uh, this afternoon. First leg, one, two, and eight. Second leg, two, four, and eight. Third leg, eight, and seven. We come home with four, five, one, and six. Really like Ronald Shepard in race, eight, number eight, Lawless. He's been racing in group company, this greyhound. He's very, very fast. I like where he's drawn here tonight. He should just be winning. Race eight number eight. Quaddy numbers eight, six, two and three in the first leg at Shepherd and second leg seven three one. Third leg four two one six. We come home with number eight one out in the last leg.
0: Good on you, George. I think we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, no worries, talk then.